Hi everybody. Welcome to Bringing the News with Charles Zimbri. This is my first podcast ever, so I just want to thank everybody for coming in and listening. And I want to talk about a couple of things that is on my mind uh, today, which is sports, religion, and politics. But due to the events that happened today, we're definitely going to have to talk some politics first. Now, I know that people are out of Democrats or Republicans. But if you've been looking at the news over the last couple of days, you will know and understand that the Republican Party leader, which is Mitch McConnell, need to be removed from office. Like a vote needs to be made and for this guy to be removed. It is just a crime. It's truly a crime that somebody that's supposed to be in the interest of the people to at least be at the interest of your own state, which is Kentucky, to know and understand that $2,000 was on the table and the Democrats was only asking to have a vote. And Mitch McConnell and his cronies kept on saying, I object to a vote. People know this. Mitch McConnell has the power to put anything on the table to be voted on. And he chose to not even put the $2,000 stimulus check on the table. You had one Republican out of five that wanted the stimulus checks to be and you had these four Republicans that kept on saying I object the reason why they said that they object is that out of the $2,000 that will be coming to the American families 5% that makes $300,000 a year will receive a check. And if they had such a problem with that, why didn't they say, why don't you amend? Amend the bill that will allow $2,000 checks to go to many families that are struggling. Families that are going through evictions. Families that don't have food they have to decide either feed myself or pay the landlord Uh, people that really need medicine but don't even have money for medicine they thinking that a measly $600 is something that you can take and you'll be good with that but they found money to take care of big businesses that makes trillions of dollars oh we're going to give you tax break got the tax break so you can get that 
money that you need to get that 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 one million three hundred and forty seven thousand dollars that 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 you can get and and, and we can give you one thousand five hundred and fifty eight of those dollars to other companies and one million three hundred and sixty five thousand dollars to the next company but two thousand dollar checks that can really help the american people that can put food on the table that be able to take care of rent can take care of lights that can give that person that don't have a car a chance to get a car we can't get that the working american people that without us there are no businesses that can be run it is just very very sad that we live in a country that is doing a pandemic time where people are struggling to survive that they will not give us $2,000 checks. Like, that's just asinine to me. And the sad part is, we are behind on the eight ball. If you look at different countries, their governments are truly taking care of their people. But for some reason, because the rich wanna keep on getting richer while the poor and middle class suffer, they want to pull tactics like this to stop the $2,000 checks. If you notice, Ms. McConnell said that we have a bill that, that can give you $2,000, but we want these three things amended. We want Section 230 taken care of. Uh, we want to have like the the voter election fraud have its own um, stay when it come down to that. And for some reason, I'll forget to the other, but this was just a ploy. Because if you notice, he didn't bring that bill to the floor either. What the Republicans was trying to do was waste time. Make sure that everybody is frustrated about the situation and then we're going to try to hurry up and get a vote out so that way people can go home. Bernie, to his credit, and Chuck Schumer, to his credit, try to do every single thing possible to just get a vote out. Bernie Sanders was even saying, what is the problem? What is the problem that we cannot get a vote out? Like, you have three things that you want to put down to the floor, but you don't want to put it out on the floor. And we have a bill that was passed through the House, but yet you do not want <laughs> You do not want to vote on it. And it just shows that our government is a mess right now. The true thing is Mitch McConnell and his cronies need to be taken out of office quickly. 
out of power to be removed from the position that he has because at the end of the day he is the stopgap to Americans getting what they need and the main thing is you can help with that people that are listening to this podcast you can definitely help with that if you live in Georgia we have a Senate race going on and understand this Democrats has always been for middle class and low people if you look back over history that's what the position has always been with your help you can put two Democrats in the Senate seat which Chuck Schumer will be the head person instead of Mitch McConnell that means that if we need a stimulus bill how easy is that to be passed how easy will it be to get the $2,000 that you need it is that simple folks if you vote in the Senate race and you put two Democrats in those seats the hope that you need is just around the corner January 5th is the last day that everything can go down after that time we don't have the power to do anything for another year this is why it is so important for us to go out and vote and I hope and I pray that we will have your vote to make it a better situation for us Americans and the sad part is I just remembered when it come down to why the Republicans are doing what they're doing instead of thinking about helping out the American people they are trying to keep Trump in office that is sad America that they are more concerned about keeping Trump in than helping the American people that is sad that is sad alright so uh, what I'm going to do now is transition into sports we have one important thing that is going on at least in my life and other cowboy fans alike is a week 17 game with the New York Giants the New York Giants is a team that can be beat and hopefully the Cowboys beat them because with help from the Eagles that they beat in week 16 the Dallas Cowboys will reach the playoffs but you know the Cowboys could have been in the playoffs a hot minute ago if they would have did these two things number one take care of Dak Prescott and number two fire Mike Nolan 
after the first couple of games. Because the sad part is when it comes down to the defense, we have the worst defense in NFL history. NFL history. And that is sad. And so let me jump into that, that Prescott, then I'll jump into Mike Nolan. That Prescott really needs to get paid. He should have been paid two seasons ago. Right now, money is being tied up because the Cowboys are not paying that Prescott. And one of the things that I really do hope is that the Cowboys would will pay Dak. Dak earned that money. If you saw this year, you know that Prescott deserves that money. We had malcontent at quarterback. That's the reason why we are six and nine about to be um, seven and nine with this win, hopefully. That Prescott would have got you three more wins. We would have went to the playoffs with that Prescott. So what I hope and what I pray is that the Cowboys would do the right thing and pay Dak. Dak is America's quarterback. This man deserved to be taken care of. And I hope and I pray that Dak gets his money at the end of the season. Which brings me to Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan has been a terrible, terrible defensive coordinator. This guy is so terrible that at the end of the day, this guy had the worst defense in the NFL with Atlanta. He only got to Dallas because he was Mike McCarthy's coach. Mike McCarthy got a job from Mike Nolan. And from that, he was thinking about it. And it's like, let me give my boy a shot. It is sad that this year we have the worst defense in NFL history. And NFL has been in existence for a long time. And NFL history. That is so sad. And so currently right now at the end of the year, I hope and I pray that Jerry Jones will come from his high horse, go to Mike Nolan and say, your services are no longer needed. Because Dallas have some players that are a high caliber player group. But 
Mike Nolan has never put the team at a better position than what it has been. We never, ever in Cowboys history have been the worst defense in NFL history. It's only under Mike Nolan. That is just sad to me. So if the Cowboys do those two things, pay Dak and get another defensive coordinator, you would definitely see the Cowboys in the playoffs. Now, Laker fans, we are at a three and two record. What I have to say to you is relax. Relax. We are three and two and we will right the ship. If you looked at game one, you saw that in the fourth quarter at a certain point, there was no AD, there was no LeBron. How are we supposed to win that game? Think about that. Also as well, when it come down to it, they laid a goose egg in Portland. They did. They did. But this is a long NBA season. They will right the ship and they will win another championship. We have too much talent under the hood. We have the best bout court in the NBA. We also have the best bench in the NBA. When I tell you at the end of the day, they will right the ship and we will get to where we need to be. LeBron James isn't that old and he will continue to play until he is old. But right now, he is playing at a high level along with Anthony Davis. So just chill on that. It's sad that the other LA team have no heart and what we have to do is hit them in their mouth so they can give up. Perfect example, the LA Clippers lost to the Mavericks by 50 points. Mind you now, the Mavericks was up 51 points at halftime. Yes, um, you will say that Leonard wasn't playing. Kawhi wasn't playing. But what team in NBA history has been down 50 points at halftime and to lose the game by 51 points? Only the Clippers, people. Only the Clippers. So think about it. When it's time to play ball, I promise you, the Lakers have it. Wait for another championship and be at awe that they want the championship inside the bubble. We only got better and we will be better. So Lakers fans, chill for a bit. The ship would be righted and we would have clear sellings. I promise you, clear 
sellings. So what I want to do now is take this time to talk religion. People, if you don't know that Jesus is coming again soon, I don't know what to say for you. When we have wars and rumor of wars and disease and desolate places, like, come on now. This shows you at the end of the day, um, God is calling his people to get right. One of the things I do want to share with you is the one thing that we all need to do. Put our trust and our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. When you read in the New Testament about Paul and Silas um, praising the Lord in the jails, and there was praising so much that the shackles fall off, and the pris- prison guard thought that everybody escaped. And he was just about to kill himself when at the end of the day, Paul and Silas stopped him. Now, the jailer was so amazed by that feat that he wanted up asking Paul, how can I be saved? And Paul was saying, If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. And that's what we need to do, people. Currently now, our faith is being tested. A lot of us is dealing with different issues to the point that at the end of the day, we need Jesus all the more. Relationships are broken. Families are broken. You have a domestic death violence a lot this year. You have divorces happening at an all-time rate. Like, there are a lot of things that are going on in this world that shows you that you need Jesus all the more. Of course, some of those relationships has fallen dead because of the fact that God didn't tell you to be with that person. But we're not talking about that today, folks. We're talking about relationships that has been going on for 5, 6, 10, 12, sometimes even 15 or 20 years that people just divorce. And it's sad that that type of situation is going on that domestic violence is at an all-time high and deaths are coming abode plenty because of the virus but also as well because of the hate that we have for other people when I tell you everybody that you really need to build that relationship with Jesus because if you build the relationship with Jesus even if you are going through a difficult situation 
the Lord will see you through that situation. We got to think back on how many times that the Lord took care of us when we are going through situations when we don't have gas in the vehicle and we still need to make it home. That we don't have food on our table, but a neighbor knocks on the door and say, hey, um, the Lord impressed me to give you some food. That people come through and pay you money that they didn't even have to do that, that, that you will go to the dealership and knowing that you have really bad credit, but all of a sudden you get a brand new vehicle. The Lord take care of his people. The Lord really does. He takes care of his people. And at a time when you thinking that you're going to get government help, but that's not coming. That at a time that people are dying at a high efficiency rate, what what we are now, the 300,000 people died because of COVID? People, we need to get down on our knees and pray. We need to get in our word and we need to trust in the Lord. People, even if you are atheist, that you so upset with God because your family member or your girlfriend or your friend died and God didn't do anything about it. So I'm going to be atheist people. Wake up. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. Bad things happen to people. But I bet you, if you look back in your life and look at some of the successes that you had, the Lord was part of that. The Lord loves you more than you realize. So when I'm telling you at the end of the day, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. Get in your word. Get down on your knees and pray. And have that relationship with the Lord. Because if you think about this. Some of the stuff that we are doing now. We have to stop it. The lust. The stealing. The killing. The plethora of sins. We need to stop now. And trust me on this. Once we get our lives together with the Lord, things will become a little bit more easier. You won't have that big thing that is sticking out in your back, which is like hardship, anger, frustration, all that jazz. You will not have it because at the end of the day, the Lord will take care of that. And I promise you he will. If you looked at my video that um, I gave a portion of my life, <laughs> meaning allowing people to see what happened to me when I was a kid. Those things are not messing with me anymore. I forgive everybody that have done wrong to me. And in the past or in the future or in the present, I do. 
and I love everybody. And that's what we have to get to the point of. Stop holding these grudges that has been going on ever since childhood. And from there, you can never, ever talk to that person again because that person hurt you so bad. Build that relationship. Stop being at a point that you was abused and so now you are abusing others. Stop that fact. Stop acting out because of the fact that people have not been in your corner. Stop that. Start believing in Jesus Christ. Start getting your lives together and allow your situation to society itself. You will feel a lot better and you will enjoy this world just a little bit more than you would if you don't have God in your corner. Now, mind you, you're not supposed to be part of the world. And at the end of the day, you know, Jesus is trying to hold you separate from the world. But understand this. We are here currently. And what we want to do is have that relationship with the father so we can make it into heaven. And do not forget the fact that it is a heaven that is waiting for you, that you have a mansion in heaven that the Lord speaks of. He did not say that just for you to not hear it. He said that in the word because it's true. But folks, I just want to say thank you so very much for just listening into this podcast. This will be one of many. And if you uh, like it, please do comment and subscribe. But uh, I will always bring you the news when I get the news. That's why it's called bringing the news with Charles Embry. But please have a blessed rest of your day. Happy New Year. Get yourselves together and take care. Bye bye.